0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Woke. My name is John. I'm Joseph. Joseph and I are sharing a mic, so if if you hear two heads knock together or we're having a hard time, a loud we'll be gonging sound,
1: a loud gonging sound, as they, yeah,
0: dong. if that's that's why. We're also joined today by John Antonucci once again. Thank you for coming back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, John without an H, more efficient. I, I got to be here. That is your brand, huh? You said that last <laughs> time too. <laughs> I got comments. People actually like commented on that phrase. Not even cooking. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, they didn't care anything about like cooking in prison. It was just all like, ah, John was at an age. That's you're funny. A, you're a dork. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just leaning into that.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay, so the conversation we're having today, um, we are on a very uh, steep slope right now towards totalitarianism. Oh, he said it. I did. I good. John was teasing me before the before we started the recording that he didn't think I could say that word on no, the no, podcast. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. I was teasing you because you didn't say that word. I, <laughs> <laughs> because you screwed it up the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right.
0: Well, I, I'm i struggling to see how we are not already, almost if not already, a, a socialist country to a certain extent. I think... Um, Socialism is kind of a broad statement of both um, economic and cultural stances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that culturally, we are moving a lot closer to socialism, and Absolutely. I think that right behind that is the economic implement- Im- implementation of those that, that kind of like uh,
1: policy and you know, I think we're already state. seeing some of the economic ramifications. I mean, just look what housing is doing. Look look, look what a loaf of bread is costing you today as opposed to even five years ago. Um, inflation is absolutely catching up, and it's catching up faster than any economist predicted after all of the um, uh, government handouts of last year. So I, I think that we're already seeing that, and it's happening slowly. True socialism, or maybe even you, you can get to communism, of course you're going to see 4,000% price increases in a day. We're not seeing that yet, but we are seeing a much higher rate of inflation right now than we've seen in the past. And when you infuse the ca- the economy with fake capital, that's, what's going to happen. Right? Yeah. It, we're definitely on the road there. Yeah. A, an interesting example. So are, are you, either of you guys invested in crypto at all? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have a very small portfolio that, and it's just diverse. Like I went and got a whole bunch of ones that are worth like almost nothing so that if they multiply. Smart. Yeah, yeah. Exponential multiplication, right? I have invested a total of $110 into the account. So we're talking super small. Right now, I'll just actually pull it up as we're talking. When I pulled it up this morning, it was right around 170. And I'm not like in like, yeah. And I'm not like in some great ones. It's just what that tells me is the value of the dollar is tanking. And people would rather see cryptocurrency go high, go up. I think the lowest I've seen it, I haven't been down since I ordered. Let's just put it that way. I have never been down. I started with like 20 and then I went to 50 and then 70. And then yesterday, actually, or two days ago, I put in. Yeah. So I've put in $110 total, not, not all at the same time, but total. My current portfolio balance is $177 and one cent as of right
0: now. That's awesome.
1: Now that's awesome from the perspective <laughs> right. that I'm ahead in the game. That's horrible in perspective. That that is how little the dollar means right now.
2: Yeah, how how, how that is the opposite implication of the American dollar. So as the American exactly. dollar tanks,
1: these cryptocurrencies
2: are all going to go up. Absolutely. And I think that's that's how you can really see it. Is it's not just like one cryptocurrency or somebody believes in one, like you said. You can look at all of them. Yeah. Ones you've never heard of. One hardly anybody any anybody's buying. They're all moving at a very similar pace,
1: and that's what I have. I have like you've probably never heard. Have either of you heard of AMP?
0: I actually have heard of
1: it. Okay, so AMP. You look at the little graph. Your our viewers can't see it, but it's 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 a staircase. Yeah, a staircase. So AMP, I bought at. Shoot, I don't know if I can actually see it. No, I can on my computer. There we go. So I spent, I'm wasting so much time right now. Ah, <laughs> sorry, guys. It's all good. getting fixated. Yeah, so I have spent 20, 40, approximately $45 on AMP, or yeah, 45, is that right? Okay, I'm actually down on AMP right now then. That's a terrible example. <laughs> I just wasted all that time on a terrible example. I was going to say, I've definitely lost money in crypto the last few days. Well, yes. So Anchor, Anchor's the one I know I was making money. I thought Amp would be, Uh, I thought Amp would be, so Anchor, that's that's Anchor. And I actually bought it. So right now it's at .0984. I waited, it was up at like 10. I waited for it to tank all the way down to 952, bought 20 more dollars of it. And now it's back up to 983. So I made it, like, I got it way down here on that little dip right there. Nice. And uh, like, I'm not a day trader. I'm one of these people that's just like going to put in and Same. just know yeah. that it's going to keep climbing and climbing and climbing over time. But yeah, so well, how
0: much money is that actually making? You know what I mean? Because well, that's and that's what
1: we don't know. It's the
0: yeah, it's the value trade-off.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, I I and it's your point. I definitely see that people are people are losing faith yeah. in the American dollar.
1: 20, 20 bucks day. up on that one. Really? 20 bucks.
0: I should do that. Okay. I <laughs> I I see people losing faith in the actual American dollar mm-hmm. and more so in Bitcoin. Dogecoin
1: What is Doge right now?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I bought more and then I sold more. I I can't. It's too volatile. It is. You
1: know know the one I'm watching is uh, Shibo or whatever, the one that's making fun of Dogecoin?
0: Yes. I saw that one actually. (laughs) It's actually
1: growing. It's ridiculous. The meme on a meme. (laughs) The meme of a meme (laughs) that is trying to convince you that it's no longer a meme. I actually saw an advertisement in my email the other day like, Shib, it's no longer a meme. And I'm like, but it is.
2: Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Doge is at thirty one point eight. And SHIB so is 000.
1: SHIB is up to point zero 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 eight
0: four. So my... bottom line. We're printing way too many paper dollars. That's shib. Wait what? Point zero 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 eight? i love stocks like that because if they go up to one
1: cent you're one cent you're done yes you're You're retired you're bankrolled that's what i if if my if my uh if my platform if i could buy it on here i would but i don't think you can i think it's unsupported but stupid coin what were we talking about where we got value of the dollar just sucks oh yeah it does yeah try buying a whopper or mcdonald's we went we talked about mcdonald's last time yes mcdonald's is bad i can't believe how much it costs you can it's a better deal at chip uh chipotle i would say chipotle and healthier 100
2: percent, dude i I got a bowl the other day seven bucks or 750 it's less than mcdonald's yeah and it's like legitimate food it's real food yeah i couldn't believe that i feel like we just lost so many people because we're just talking about like how crappy everything
0: is okay but at the same time we probably gain people because they're like yeah dude this is ridiculous dude that's fair i there is no dollar menu anymore there's there's like two items on it. I
1: think yeah, it's there. one. I think it's the, ch- the, the hot, spicy, spicy chicken. chicken sandwich. Is there anything else? I actually don't know. That's the only thing I've ever got. You know where you dollar. can make money right now? Donating plasma. They are paying out the wazoo. That's true. Nope. Not happening. Stop. Dude.
0: Dude. I, hundred, I
1: can't do needles. A hundred I can't bucks base pay right now. And if you go like during their happy hours, you get an extra 10 bucks. And if you go the second time during the week, you get an extra like 20 or 25. Right now, on, a, on I'm, I've signed up for like 10 right? And uh, I will net over $1,200 for 10 donations. $1,200 for approximately, I think it was like, how many hours did I calculate it out at? I calculated like 25 hours.
0: This like literally goes back to the episode we just did about how much opportunity there is right now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting around trading meme crypto stocks and actually profiting from it. Yeah. Okay. I in all seriousness. Like I guys, I promise we'll get back to the political side of this. But the the amount of preteens mm. that are trading cryptos mm, and making yeah. bank on TikTok. Like the just on people's feeds will be like, "Hey, like I just made this much money." They show their accounts and I'm yeah. like, the like kids have learned how to harness the internet, learn something way above where they're supposed to be at. And these yeah. kids are in high school making a few thousand dollars trading dogecoin yep it's it's unbelievable there's opportunity everywhere get off your butt absolutely and unemployment
1: dude i saw a great sign the other day it was i think it was like for wendy's or something and it was like bi-weekly stimulus checks apply within (laughs) it was great
0: (laughs) marketing to this generation oh my gosh (laughs) that's hilarious there was another thing
1: there was another thing i saw on social media the other day it said uh Wanna know how to turn twenty bucks and turn it into four hundred? Use the twenty bucks, fill your tank with gas and drive to a job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like the videos where it's like, hey, here's how to get apps in thirty days. Turn your right foot to the right and then go to the gym. Right. <laughs> I love that stuff. Yes. And it's it's true, and I think this is actually kind of going back into the the cultural side of this. Yeah. We have seasoned everyone right now. Mm-hmm. To crave a socialistic uh, society, economically. Yes. Yeah, for
1: sure. And and it's been happening. I think we've been edging in that direction for 30 plus years. I remember making the observation, literally, like 15, 20 years ago, that whoever promised the American people more money in their wallet was going to win the election. And this was back when it was like Bush against Clinton. Like, we're not talking bernie sanders status we're talking right. just hey i'm gonna lower taxes so there's more money in your wallet or whatever and so we've been edging in that direction and the generation your generation my generation a little bit i'm a little older but our generation really believes that it is society's job to give them stuff no doubt Co- like complete and total entitlement 100 percent. it's 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 rough
0: so what's the reverse to that
1: well, if you look at history, which, of course, they say the only thing we learn from history is that we don't learn from history because we just keep making the same mistakes over right. and Great over point. and over again.
2: I rage about this all the time. Yes, that I, just, it's a
0: continuous cycle. Yeah.
1: I mean, because socialism has worked so well everywhere else, but we're going to get it right. South
0: America has more natural resources than all of North America and Europe, and they are broke. Yeah. All of them. Yeah.
1: There's no, there's no incentive to ingenuity.
0: They could be the wealthiest continent in the world. Yeah. And they're not. There's slums everywhere.
1: So what do we learn from history? We learn that the only time that radical change happens is when people are radically broken. That's, I mean, that's just the, the, the reality of, of life. And it's going to probably be the reality of our generation where we are going to, I've said, I've said this for 10 or 15 years, and that is that one of the best things that can happen to America is another Great Depression. And I do mean another Great Depression where people are jumping out of office buildings. Uh, Not because I want to see people die. That's, That's not my motive or my heart at all. But if you go back and you look at the 1920s, what changed? Well, by the 1930s and 40s, people had a work ethic again. And by the 1950s and 60s, you saw the good life coming, good life, you know, quotation marks coming back. By the 70s and 80s, you saw people without really responsibility and you saw the you know the the, the freed love and all that stuff where in, in, inhibitions went down and then people kind of didn't have a purpose and so what did you see in the 80s and 90s people work hard again and then they've been giving everything to their kids in the 2000s and now the kids want a handout and the kids kids are going to get broken by the world and maybe we'll turn it around but unfortunately they have the politicians on their side this time which is something they didn't have in the 20s the 60s and the 90s
2: right take away that entitlement you were talking about exactly you, they need to be humbled a little bit to realize that yeah. the, there's no handouts yeah. in this world. Absolutely. Nothing's free. No, it Somebody's comes with paying a cost. It. Yeah. it comes with a cost. So yeah, the, the entitlement that the
1: government owes you an income, mm-hmm.
2: it needs to be taken away. It's, <laughs> it's just going to cause a disaster. And
1: my favorite argument is, uh, well, look, we're the only developed country that doesn't have socialized medicine. Yeah, that's, that's kind of true. There, there are some, but that's kind of true. Uh, there's also a reason why a lot of people in those countries come to our country to get medical because socialized medicine is not all it's cracked up to be. Dude, my family in Canada,
0: mm-hmm. dude, if, if you're sick, it takes months yeah, sometimes to see someone.
1: Absolutely. And now, I, I, what are the liberal, I honestly don't know, what are the liberals doing about the fact that Canada now has its own like racial crisis with the whole like murdered indigenous kids or whatever? Have you heard about this? I have not heard about this, at all. this. I'm actually
0: shocked I haven't heard about yeah, this. Yeah,
1: this, it's a huge thing. I got I got several friends in Canada, and they're constantly posting on this. And I got into a whole argument with them like, all right, well, what do you want? That happened, I, I think they figured out like 50 or 60, 70, I don't know. Years I did ago. hear about this. They, yeah, found, they found
0: the mass graves under the school. Yes, yeah. that
1: one, yeah. And so it's like this big thing, you know, justice. And it's like, well, who do you want to pay for these crimes? You don't know who did it. You didn't do it. Why are you apologizing for something you didn't do? right and it got that like the conversation got heated and, and she was finally like you know what i just don't think we can talk about this together right? we're obviously going to see it from different points of view which is okay different points of view is fine but like uh, I, you know i thought that liberal socialist countries were like the answer so now that they don't have their own existential crisis how, how is that working are we all going to canada still or what's Weird. going on
0: yeah seriously well canada's made some very bold moves toward communism they have in the last few months
1: um, although not so much with the pipeline
0: yeah, yeah. Not so much with
1: that. <laughs> did you guys, do you guys but, check out the Babylon B? Yes. Did you so see funny? Did you see the headline about uh, Trudeau dressing up as an Arab, uh, Arab whatever, so that Biden would sign off on his pipeline to come back? That's hilarious. It was the best headline. That's it was like, hilarious. It was like Trudeau Trudeau goes to the White House dressed as an emirate prince so that he can get Biden to sign off on the pipeline oh again. <laughs> oh it was a fantastic plug.
0: So something, something I do want to talk about yeah. in this talking about this slide towards totalitarianism. Mm-hmm. So I, we've established that we're if if we're not technically socialist, we're we're right there. I mean, we're very close, both socially
1: and economically. I would say. I, th- I think our attitude is. I, I don't know that the policies represent it yet. Not but The yet. problem is, is that policies reflect the culture of exactly. The citizens.
0: Exactly. They they've the people that have to vote in yeah, these things are doing so are yes Absolutely. Correct. So so we're we're there basically. Sure. Um, socialism is the primary first step towards totalitarianism 100 percent. you could get to communism and be there for 30 years without any problems major problems but it, the, the problem with communism is once one guy gets power hungry there's mass genocide there's famine there's all these major yeah. issues and even even getting there there's a huge lack of freedom that we currently enjoy mm-hmm. so yeah you could build a bridge faster right because someone just says build a bridge and everyone builds a bridge. Yes, but they can also tell you you don't get to go to church Sunday. Absolutely, you can't go to the gym. You need to wear a mask. You need to take this
1: experimental drug. And that's what's been so alarming to me. I, I think it's so easy for us to point at the government, and we talked about this a little bit in in the first episode that you asked me to come to, and and we talked about how it's so easy to point to the other guy. It's always easier to be like, well, it's his fault or her fault. But what's alarmed me the most is citizens. Begging, not just asking, not just, but demanding and begging that the government tell them what to do. You know, you go back a few months with Ducey talking about masks, and and he really didn't want to make it a statewide mandate, and people were literally telling him that he was spineless for not telling the citizens what to do. I know, and and I was crazy flabbergasted by this idea that we as citizens want our government to take away our choices.
2: Yeah. It's almost childish in a way. Like yeah. they don't want to deal with the problems, mm-hmm. you know. Almost like mom and dad are going to deal with this. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely what it like a 100%, is. like I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to make these decisions. I need you to go figure out what's right and what's safe yeah. and then come back and tell me because right now, you know, I I got to watch Netflix later. That's right. And then I got to drive my nice car to my job tomorrow and I don't
1: have time to think about this. What job? I don't have a job. I'm getting a government handout. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <What are> you, <laughs> Sorry. Job. That's I got true. Netflix. Well, I got Netflix about- and then I've got Hulu. <laughs> And then I've got TikTok.
2: You were talking about right before. No, all yeah, absolutely. This, yes, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. So true. Uh, <laughs> I got a stimulus check coming in, and I got tons of TV shows to watch. So I don't have time to I'm think about this. I'm way
1: behind on whatever the hot show is right yeah.
2: now. Yeah, Outer Banks. Haven't finished it yet, and I don't have time to
1: think about this. That's right. I haven't even heard of that show for whatever for whoever's listening. I, I've never. It's heard. overrated. Is it? Okay. That's I good. think it's over. There it's is pretty hope. Good. There is hope, though. I, I saw something that really like inspired hope in my in my heart. I was in Colorado last week. Um beautiful, beautiful. Uh super liberal.
0: I know. It dude, I was going to say if Colorado had the politics of Texas, what a perfect Ooh, place to that live. Would really be really what nice. a perfect yeah. place 100%. to live.
1: Uh anyways, so I'm in this town, not Aspen, but it's like a little like like right down the mountain from Aspen. You know how Aspen's like Dude, do you know how much it costs to live in Aspen by the way? Oh, it <laughs> some of the wealthiest. I priced it. A 3 bedroom condo a month. Are you serious? Look it up. Wait, wait, wait. To rent? To rent. $80,000 a month. Look it up. I'm not joking. Anybody that wants to, call me out on it. How's that even possible? Thousand dollars a month.
0: It's vacation rental pricing. That's the thing.
1: Like Uh, if if you're renting. uh, I believe I found that for a 12 month lease. Shut up. I'm pretty sure I, I, I'm not as confident about that, but I'm almost positive that because I, I was looking on apartments.com. I wasn't looking on Airbnb. Whoa. So yeah, I, it's crazy. Anyways, that was that was a little bit of a caveat. But yeah, so we're like a town for a little further down. I actually have a picture of it and I saw the coolest sign I've seen since COVID started. It said in regard to masks, your face, your choice, have a nice summer. And I wanted to yes. hug everyone in that store. <laughs> Probably would have gotten a little creepy.
0: Probably a little bit, but yeah, I was going to say, There's I hope. feel like the general tone as far as COVID goes, because mm-hmm. COVID was basically just the vehicle to get us to socialism, or at least that was how they capitalized on I it, I agree right? yeah. Like, they've been talking about federal income for years, and what a great opportunity to put everyone on their butts, say, you literally don't have a choice to work, we're going to give you money and plant the seed for that. If we don't have major change, literally I bet- Literally plant a
1: seed right in their arm? Is that what you're, what
0: you're getting at? <laughs> Not quite. Oh. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, I, I tried still don't guys. know if I want to have that conversation, but the 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 general thing is like, look, we're gonna plant this idea, and what a perfect time to implement it, yeah. to test it, to see if people will agree with it. And dude, they voted Biden in partially for it. I knew some people that were like, yeah, I voted for Biden, They're like, yeah, I want my stimulus check. Are you kidding me? You want to throw away our freedom for fourteen hundred dollars?
1: That's and, and, heartbreaking. And and that is what's sad about that is that. It's not new. It's just finally being truthfully addressed. If you really think about it, even Trump and, and I, I supported much of what Trump did. Uh, the actual money that was inputted into the American pockets was probably less than, less than 1,400, probably. It was because I mean the, the tax credit was like 12,400 or something like that, which isn't actually money in your pocket. It's just money you're not paying taxes on, right? So But if you actually do the math, I don't, I don't think it was that much. And it's just this perceived like, hey, they need to give me money. Now, from one perspective, I like that. I like the idea of not taking my money. I I can appreciate that. If I earn my money, you shouldn't take it. But I'm also willing to give up a lot of the social programs. That's a whole nother conversation. We need to have a podcast about social programs. We do. Because you would never believe how hard it is to get off social programs.
0: That's the whole point.
1: No, no, I mean like yeah. even when you're trying. No, yeah, like I know. When you're asking, please remove me from these benefits. They won't do it. Right. Because why would Which they? Your why would, tax dollars.
0: Right. Why would they implement that? It's it's a whole th- it's a whole s- funnel. Yep. I'm gonna say funnel of power. Yeah. Right. If you if there's an easy way out, why would you stop? The worst thing for a drug dealer is that the
1: drug isn't addicting. Sure. Right. But but, but like I'm not even joking. It took me so when I when I got out. They actually, they set it all up. They're like, yeah, we want to make sure you're on your feet, whatever. You don't know how long it's going to be till you get a job, whatever. So they gave me SNAP benefits, uh, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, basically food stamps, okay? It was like 300 bucks a month, right? I got a job. I have a job. I don't need SNAP anymore, right? I I don't want to take from John Q. Citizen if I don't need it. So I call them and I'm like, hey, I need to take this out. And they're like, okay, so it takes me two hours on hold just to get to someone to say, take me off then it takes another 45 minutes for them to ask me all their questions i'm thinking man if i didn't have at least a modicum of integrity like i would just keep taking the money right For sure get through talk to the guy he asks all the questions he says all right you'll you'll receive a notice of what it goes down so you guys just gonna take them all or is it gonna be diminished like what are you gonna do and he was like oh I, i have no idea it'll you'll get a notice i do i get a notice like five days later we need documentation what do you mean i'm telling you i don't need help if I said I did need help, yeah, absolutely. You need documentation to prove that I need help. So I try to go online like they tell me to. Well, my account's disabled. So I try to call. I go through their prompts. I can't go online. They tell me go... I can't call... I can't use the phone system. They tell me to go online. Well, my account's disabled. Can't go in. They don't have open hours right now because of COVID. So I'm like, well, hopefully they don't get this paperwork and they stop sending me money because that's their threat, right? If you don't do our paperwork, we're going to stop sending you money. I'm like, well, that's what I want. So... I don't want to keep taking money. Like I, I want to be a giver, not a taker, right? I don't want to be a leech on society. I want to be a contributing member in the community, right? Right. As of this month, they just decreased my benefits by all of $100. I got like $214 last month. And 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 according to them, I actually, I actually got a raise, but according yeah. to them, like because the, when I called them and, and like reported the income, I was at $50,000 a year. There's no reason that I should need benefits at that amount absolutely not although i will say fifty thousand dollars a year is nothing with the inflation <laughs> yeah that's <correct>. it's rough <laughs>
2: and luckily we, we live in arizona yeah because i couldn't imagine making fifty thousand in california
1: dude dude you know how much apartments are in arizona you're pricing aren't you
0: yeah
1: oh, one bedroom dude that's
0: the housing market here insane. is actually crawling up close to california it, it is
1: i was comparing i have some friends in california yes. and i was comparing notes
0: like there's some condos in Scottsdale that are like 1,200 square foot, two bed, one baths that are like
1: $300 thousand dollars. I believe that. It's crazy. My brother spends almost three grand a month on a three bedroom apartment. Rent is, oh, I don't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, looking at places to rent constantly yep. and I'm like, there's no way. What do kids out of college do? You know what I mean?
1: Well, I know exactly what they do. What are you doing? Right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: or five of them cram into a,
1: yeah. a two-bedroom. You I know, know what I, got I mean? Like, friends that are like, that yeah, yeah I yeah. did that for a while. Like, it's yeah. a time of life thing. I'm but. hoping to have a place by the end of the month. I, I'm seeing one on Sunday. Let's go. Uh, but it's hard, and I've got a whole bunch of added issues because I can't go to any of the big ones because they all want you know. There's that. It's all algorithm based, so they get the credit. The background check, credit check's good. I got a credit score of like seven sixty-five or something. Let's like that. go. But uh, that's but but the minute's huge but but the minute they they see the background they're like yeah you're a nice guy just not nice enough for all <laughs> yeah
2: i'm I'm so sad at the the customer service in this country and the way it's gone like just it's how all algorithm it's, based it's all algorithm ba- yeah. ba- based and they really don't care about the people who are not in their algorithm never being part of it just like could you imagine if everything it's in this society
1: easier. went algorithm based i actually can and i can tell you why exactly because yeah. that's exactly the existence i just lived for 12 years It was, that was, in fact, I am reported in the paper saying that the one thing DOC needed to change was to get away from their algorithm based system and actually make it a person. It's like, it's, it's, it's a published article in the paper. Wow. I just, I I didn't know. I just lived. (laughs) I didn't know. I just poked a button there. Yeah. Yeah, No, I lived it though. And that, so here's why I'm passionate about this. And I know we got way off like totalitarianism and we, I think we like, yeah, it's fine. But here's the thing. If there's one thing I'm passionate about, it's you think socialism is good. Not you guys. But if people do, I just lived a socialist life for 12 years because that's what prison is. Everything is given to you. You make minimum wages to buy your little snacks or whatever it is. Uh, your clothes are provided. Your food is provided. Your, your housing is provided. Uh, you know, there's rules and regulations. You got to comply with the government standards. Everyone has to contribute. If you don't work, there's penalties, but there's always people to get out of it, you know, by feigning sickness or whatever it is. I've lived exactly what this culture wants for 12 years. And let me just tell you, it is not what you think it is. Wow, that's, that's a hell of a comparison.
0: That's profound, yeah.
1: Basically, if you want to live in prison, continue to pursue a socialist agenda. Because you are imprisoning yourself. That's what you're doing. You are bringing a totalitarian state upon yourself that will dictate every aspect of your life. And sure, there's no stress. There are people in prison that they lay in their bed and they watch TV 14, 16 hours a day and the most that they move is to walk and go get food or maybe to go to the bathroom and the rest of their life is sent, spent in, in a horizontal position watching television, which is not much different than half of our generation. But that is what we are bringing and, and you said a moment ago that everything costs and, and I was actually talking about it costing someone but I think you were saying it's costing you something. And that's what it is. You lose your rights. You lose your freedoms. You lose your autonomy. You lose your individual individuality. You lose you. And there's people that believe that's a good thing. They believe that, uh, and to an extent, you know, sacrifice of the ego is probably a good thing. But you you lose who you are amid this fuzzy idea of what it is like to be part of the collective. Mm. And for those of you that can't see me, I just did air quotes with the collective. <laughs> forget i got a face for radio too so this is really like spot on for me <laughs> right you don't have to look at me
0: whatever my
1: my voice i've heard i have a radio voice so that's good but the face is definitely a radio face <sighs> you're out of pocket man
0: you know you're out of pocket but yes yeah, so, i mean this but is this, true. this
1: is a real thing yeah a real it's a real concern i and i know what it's like what I mean. a real comparison too, mm-hmm. like It it you really
0: are giving up your individualism, yes, completely, and uh, I I think that's a good comparison. That I think people can, I think when we bring up socialism, people don't really um, flinch too much, but I think the comparison with prison is definitely something that people can resonate with, as far as a a fear of living that lifestyle, when in reality they are very similar, scarily similar. They are,
1: and and there's no stress, right? You don't you don't have to worry. Your, your supply, your, your needs are met, you know, um, you're kept alive. You're, you're kept alive. Yeah. Although I think there should be a distinguishing, uh, mark made between being kept alive and living because there are two very big differences there, mm. or that those are two very big differences. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's totalitarian. We were there. And what's crazy is it's not, in my opinion, the government's fault it's culture's fault we want and not you and i or, or us three but we as a culture our generation wants a totalitarian state i would i would argue that part of that is
0: the indoctrination and in education that is oh, forward by the yeah. people who want to take
1: control in a totalitarian setup but even that you don't get away with that unless there's some agreement
0: no, a hundred percent I'm 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 with you that people were yeah, there. Yeah.
1: But I don't know if we can really
0: put that fully on I mean, you believe what you're brought up to think, right? Sure. And I I mean, I can't imagine the peop the kids that are like eight to fifteen right now mm-hmm. that are developing their ideas during this time. Can you imagine what everything's gonna look like? If we don't reverse this by the time they're of age to be making decisions.
1: And, and, and I think that's just the issue. I think you and I have talked a little bit about this, about what it's going to take. We talked um, in, in a, some previous conversations about just, you know, the possibility of just crazy things happening. And there is no quicker way to solidify an idealism in the hearts of mankind although I don't know if I'm allowed to say mankind. Is that patriotic or patron? whatever that is? Patriarchal? Allowed, was it supposed to be like humankind? Sexist. Sexist? Yeah. Is it they or them kind now? Is that, is that the way I'm supposed to do that now?
0: See, so isn't it sad that we have to talk about these isn't things? Isn't
1: it crazy? No, so anyways, there, there's no quicker way to solidify a philosophical idea within the hearts of individuals than to make them a martyr. Mm. So we have to be careful because what we need to happen in order for actual change to take place, in my opinion, is for consequences of actual actions to take place. Okay? In the 1920s, there was a bubble that was produced where people were buying into a market that did not exist. Nobody came in with an AK-47 and said, you're going to stop doing this or else. They just got the consequences of their decisions. They put their eggs in a basket and the basket's bottom dropped out unfortunately, there were a lot of people who had nothing to do with that basket that were also hurt. And I think we live in a time today where it's the people that don't have anything to do with the basket that are trying to get the people holding the basket to put the basket down. But you can't force them to do that. The more you try to force it, it's like a parent that tells a girl, you can't date that boy. He's not a good boy. Is she going to stop dating him? I mean, how many girls kept dating you, John? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> no john's a great kid um seriously but but no i mean seriously like it doesn't work what has to happen the only way she's going to choose better guys is when she gets her heart broken
2: 100% natural, natural consequences natural you have consequences.
1: to learn them because
2: the reality is you, if you really want to learn something and understand it you have to live through it exactly people can warn you and tell you things all the time 100% and you can somewhat understand it but you will never truly understand it until you understand going through it yourself and yeah. have the actual
1: true empathy absolutely to, to feel what it's like people used to ask me what would you have told yourself if you could have or you know what what did somebody need to tell you to try to avoid you know my story And i told him i said well i'd love to give you an answer but i wouldn't have listened because we don't so here's the sucky part right so there's a good news and a bad news in my opinion the bad news is it's going to get worse because we're going to have to face the ramifications of socialist mentality because there's no way that we're going to convince the people that believe in it that they're wrong until they get those natural consequences the good news is we know it's coming and knowledge is truly power we can make decisions based on the fact that we know what's coming just like we as Christians get to make decisions based on the fact that we know how it all ends in this temporal situation we can know all right we know what's coming we know inflation is coming We know that prices are going to skyrocket. We know that uh, totalitarianism is going to come. So what decisions can we make to ensure that at minimum, we mitigate the impact on ourselves so that those who are supporting these ideas feel their own consequences. And maybe we're not quite as vulnerable to those issues. It's a great breakdown.
0: I think uh, a good place to wrap up is, um, the Department of Homeland Security recently kind of drew the line in the sand, um, and you know, you we we kind of went over this beforehand. It was kind of a broad stroke with some underlying realities. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, moving into nine eleven, you know, there's the twentieth anniversary coming up. They're talking about all the usual terror threats, <clears throat> not to mention all the ones that are probably going to be created by our situation in Afghanistan. But that's a whole mm-hmm. other conversation. Absolutely. Um, they they have said on paper in an article on the Department of Homeland Security's website that people who are acting against COVID mandates believe the election to be fraudulent and that Trump can be reinstated as potential terrorists. How? What is your main thinking? To me, that is drawing a very clear line in the sand or maybe a not so clear line in the sand, and that's why it's dangerous, is um, once, once you declare that an act of terror, that's, that's, a, that's a quick movement from possibly socialist to a totalitarian takeover, where someone can literally imprison you for having a belief that our electoral system is fraudulent, or not wanting to wear a mask, sick of being told what we can and can't do, right? To you, is that a line in the sand? Where is that on the, on the slide to totalitarianism?
1: Well, I think anytime anybody, but specifically a government agency, begins to again take the right of choice away from the citizen, they are doing the opposite of what their elected position calls them to do. It is, it is the president's job to protect the rights of the states. It is the state's jobs to protect the right of the counties and local municipalities. It is the local municipalities, cities, whatever job to protect the rights of the citizens. Whenever you begin to reverse that trend, you have a problem. I read the article, at least, I skim, actually I skimmed it because I only had a few moments. Um, and, and the line that was drawn, at least on in writing, was in regards to things that were violent. Uh, they, they did not suggest, at least in writing, that people that had these sentiments and you know expressed them on a podcast like this sure. or whatever were necessarily going to be labeled terrorists. But here's the problem that you have. Are you familiar with any conspiracy laws? No. Conspiracy laws are written in such a way that they are actually more punitive than actual action laws. So if I go out and murder somebody, and I don't plan to do that ever. (laughs) But if I go out and murder somebody, the law is very, very simple, and that is basically 25 to life. Now, they can go death sent, death penalty. They could do life without parole. But the average person that doesn't do something like super heinous is going to get what's 25 to life, right? But if I am convicted of conspiracy to commit murder, last time I checked, it's been a few years, but the amount that they can give you is actually 35 years. Now, they can't give you to life but you can actually do more time. If I would get murder someone and get out after 25 years, I can conspire to murder somebody and end up doing 35 years. And the way most conspiracy laws are made is they're very ish. It's my word for ambiguous, right? Very ish. And they are very easily punished because there's not really a burden of proof. Right? A burden of proof would say, you need to show me that this person did this. Well, with conspiracy, it's this person planned this. And that's a lot easier to manufacture. So that's where my concern is when you talk about violence and the way they talked about it is people planning violence, talking about violence. Uh, the, violence was the keyword word that I noted coming up over and over again. But the problem becomes uh, when you make a statement and you are against the agenda. Right, you have Nancy Pelosi making statements like, you know, we're going to take over the Capitol, or not take over. It wasn't the Capitol; it was something else. Take over something, and she's indemnified. It's fine. It's not a big deal because that's in line with the narrative. You have uh, Donald Trump making a similar statement, and all of a sudden he's under a second impeachment, and and so that's where I get a little bit mm, don't like the way that sounds. Yes, it's a line in the sand. How deep that line is, is to be determined. And I told you, John, earlier in the week, I think what's going to have a huge impact on this is what the conservative voices of America, the the, the voices, the Ben Shapiros and the others say, that's going to have a huge impact on what ends up actually happening with that line.
0: And whether we even are having this conversation exactly. yeah. about, you know, at what point is the yellow star Yeah, a problem, right? Like in New York, kids are having to wear bracelets if they're not vaccinated when they go back to school. Even without Cuomo? I, right. Like I, there's identifying factors to, if you're complying or not complying, mm-hmm. how long until we, as a, as a people decide that that is no longer. Okay. Absolutely. But I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and, uh, I'm going to try catch. to get him
1: to cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> too long, too long.
0: Well, uh, Uh, Yeah, seriously, guys. Thank you so much for all the support recently. And
1: we will see you in our next episode. Later. Later.